Find my iPhone is my best friend on my laptop. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Legally Couture. Megan is back with us today. Hello, friends. For an episode about ADHD. I took some time off. <laughs> she took some time off. She was busy with her job. But she got a new job now. I got a new job. Big announcement. Yeah, probably still can't say where you work, I assume. Still can't say it. I mean, I haven't signed anything yet saying I can't say it, but, but I probably shouldn't probably say, should it. say it. But it's exciting. Yes. Still in fashion. Still in the fashion industry. Big, global, well-known brand. One of the top five luxury brands. So, I'm very excited. Yes, yeah. So, it's bigger than the last brand Mm -hmm. she was working for. So, she's moving up in the world. Moving up. Hoping to attend some big New York Fashion Week shows in February. Yeah. That's Megan's life update. That's where she's been. Life update. It's <laughs> Megan's life update. I finished my test. That's my life update. That's all I yes. have to say today. Yes. Well, we don't know First, if you we don't know if you passed yet, yeah. right? I'm, I'm hoping I'll pass. I'm hoping at least pass. Me passing. But I think it went well. I'm just happy to have my first exam done, and now no more exams for two months. So I've got time to figure out how to do the other types of exams. Yes, you got it. Yeah, but that's a later problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then this weekend, we went to Mr. Ripple. Megan talked about when she went, but I can say I went out to. And it is also my favorite place that I've been. Yay! Been See, I'm so, just going to keep taking you to all my favorite places. Yeah. Making you like them all. I took you to Ruby's. I took you to Mr. Ripple. But mm-hmm. today, you took me to oh, yeah. Le Pen. Oh, yeah, Le Pen. And it was really good. So. Yeah. So, we're making good choices in terms of places to go. Yeah, good recommendations. Yeah, we've been doing pretty good lately. We tried to go to a speakeasy, though, but they changed it to 25-plus on the weekends, so... We were waiting in line for probably 10 yeah, or so minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. And they were like, yeah, you have to be 25 to get in. We were like, 25? Like, I know there's like, some places that are 23 and up, yeah, but then it's like people well. after college. So then we went into the bar next door <laughs> and ordered green tea shots, and Erin was the only one who picked up on the smell of them. Yeah. Like, I seriously sniffed it, and I was like, no, this is a green tea shot. Erin was like, no, it tastes, it smells, it smells like, like rubbing smells like rubbing alcohol. We went for the shot so confidently, and it did indeed taste like rubbing alcohol. Oh Probably worse. Worse no, than rubbing it, alcohol. I, I've never had rubbing alcohol, but like... <laughs> I've had well, shots that taste like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. This was worse. This by was far worse. Because... This was like a little fizzy where I think maybe instead of making a green tea shot, they put vodka and soda water together in some way, like vodka and then just like a splash of soda water or whiskey and a splash of soda water. No, I couldn't even tell you what it was. It was just disgusting. It was disgusting with like a splash of something that was a little bubbly, so it made it burn even more. Yeah. So, and um, we took it, I took it so confidently, like so confidently, because I, because usually with shots I'll do like half, yeah, <laughs> and then the other half, but yeah. this one I was like, green tea shots, they're so good, I'm gonna go yeah. for it. I took it confidently too, I never do the full thing, even with green tea shots, so I did half, yeah, very confidently, and that was enough for me, I didn't <laughs> finish it. <laughs> Like, yeah, but you were very generous to give me your lollipop. Because oh my god, yeah. I really needed a chaser after that. Yeah, it was gross. Well, I immediately put the lollipop in my mouth after I did that shot. I was like, I can't throw it if I don't get something else in my mouth right yeah. now. Yeah. 
Then we had good french fries, and we went back to Mr. Purple. Yes, which is actually where we got the lollipops from in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Purple. Megan paid, like, five bucks. Yeah, it was... Oh, wait, no, it... No, these were lollipops that you had from last time. Wait, no, I got them this time. You went to the bathroom. Oh, right, we yes. went back down to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. To get lollipops. And I did tip right. $5, which was a little much of yes. me, but I was drunk, and I was feeling <laughs> extra <laughs> generous to the lady in yeah. the bathroom. Came out and I took big handfuls of candy, so yes, and then I stole some of her candy. Worth it, it was worth it, but yeah, so that was our wild, wild weekend mm-hmm. and other things that are too traumatic to get into. Other things that are just way too wild to way even wild. explain. Yeah, we can, we'll say we went to the 86th. 87th. It was 87th. Sorry, 87th floor of a building. Wait, it might have even been 89. Are we sure? I don't know, but like, I didn't know buildings went that high even the yeah. tall ones for some reason I didn't think like they'd go that high and the elevator went so fast that like your ears popped on the way up and down yeah um and that's it we're not gonna say where we were for that no but, but it was um, a wild adventure but yeah the elevator was so <laughs> I hate elevators it was scary yeah Erin's like biggest fear is elevators so yeah. when we go into this elevator up to the 87th floor she is like freaking out yeah, I might be more afraid of elevators than planes. They're, like, a similar vibe because they're both, like, enclosed in heights. Yeah, true. So those are just, like, not my vibe. Like, helicopters, I'd also be afraid of those. Yeah. Anything that's, like, off-ground and moves. That's fair. And, tight and like, enclosed. Yeah, I understand. I do understand the fear. Yeah. So but, yeah, so that's what we have for you about our life updates. Life updates. <laughs> that's our life updates. Okay, we're going to get into our topic now, which again is ADHD today, and that is because it is apparently ADHD month. It seems that it's like a lot of mental health month things going on right now, like different days, but the whole month is ADHD month, so we're doing an episode about it today. Very exciting. And that's partly, mostly why Megan's back. Because it wouldn't be very ADHD without like <laughs> without bouncing back both of us <laughs> between the two of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna start off by reading the DSM five criteria for ADHD, which is basically the mental health dictionary. So you guys can hear the actual definition before I give you my like crazy nonsensical definition. So you'll get the real one first. <laughs> and quick disclaimer, we're not professionals. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Erin actually is diagnosed. Mm-hmm. I am not diagnosed, yeah, but I will still be s- still be speaking on behalf of it. I just am yeah. not diagnosed. Yes. So. Even if Megan doesn't have ADHD, she's got symptoms of it. Like it's <laughs> trauma-related or something. She has similar enough symptoms that she can talk on a lot of the things regardless of it. She actually has. I'm diagnosed by Erin. <laughs> yes, I diagnosed her with ADHD. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, but so take everything we say with a grain of salt. Some things we learned on TikTok, so take those with a double grain of salt. <laughs> it's double grain of salt. <laughs> but the DSM-5, you can take literally, it's to get the real It's stuff informative. Out. It's informative, and it's important. Yes. So this is the criteria for it, like I said. And so this is what your psychiatrist or therapist or doctor whoever you're seeing to like discuss ADHD would likely go through with you on an initial appointment to like see if they think there's a possibility you have it. And then they might do like further screening after, especially with like 
children, they usually do tests to see if you can focus and stuff. <laughs> so there are two categories of ADHD. So it's either that you have ADHD um, in attention or hyperactivity, impulsivity, or you can have inattention and hyperactivity, impulsivity. Oh, I but, never knew that. Yeah, but they do um, the two. <laughs> I was just, I was really, that really caught me off guard. Oh, really <laughs> no, I actually didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you could have a mix. Yeah, you could have a mix. Oh, ah, cool. I'm pretty sure I have a mix. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because my therapist diagnosed me with one kind, and then my psychiatrist diagnosed me with the other kind. Oh, what's the one that you diagnosed me with? <laughs> Inattentive. Inattentive. Got it. Yeah, Megan's okay. inattentive for sure. <laughs> if she has it, we'll keep saying if she has it. Yeah. So nobody else has. Right. <laughs> for self-diagnosing. Not diagnosing. Even though I've seen a lot of TikTok therapists, like real therapists that are on TikTok, saying people get mad when, um, like, people on the internet will self-diagnose. But that's usually the first step to getting a real diagnosis. Oh, like, like accepting that you have. <laughs> no. Well, like, <laughs> I see what you mean, like like an addict thing. Yeah. No, I mean more like if you don't think you have it, you would never like think to go get right. tested for it. Exactly. That's where I was going with it. Then you'd be like, hey, maybe I should go like ask somebody about that. Yeah, you're either a hypochondriac or you're onto something. Yeah, and like the doctors usually can figure it out. Well, least- if there are any doctors listening to this podcast and by the end of it want to diagnose me, let me know. Yeah, or if you want to correct anything that we say, yeah, you can try to, but I can't guarantee we'll believe you. <laughs> Just because lots of doctors have different opinions, so... I'm we, open to hearing opinions. I'm open to hearing it. I just don't know if we'll, like, land on the same side. But <laughs> you can definitely, like, say whatever you want. You're open to hearing it, just not open to agreeing. <laughs> well, I'm just not guaranteeing that we'll agree. The optimism doesn't sound like it's there. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, so I'm gonna read this description now. <laughs> Because that's where we were going. Oh my gosh, that. that just took us so long to get to the description. <laughs> it's been six minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay, anyway. So, inattention is the first one I'm going to read. So, for a child up to age 16, you have to have six or more of these, you have to meet six or more of these criteria. But if you are an adult, an adolescent or adult, 17 years and older, you only have to reach reach have have five of them because um some of the things are really only present in childhood so if you don't get diagnosed until you're an adult you might have like lost some of the symptoms that would have been useful to diagnose you with when you were a child so oh and also important symptoms of inattention have been present for at least six months and they're inappropriate for a developmental level so number one often fails to give close attention to details or makes careless mistakes in schoolwork, at work, or with other activities. Next one is often has trouble holding attention on tasks or play activities. Next one is often does not seem to listen when spoken to directly, often does not follow through on instructions and fails to finish schoolwork, chores, or duties in the workplace. Examples of that it says are loses focus or you get sidetracked often has trouble organizing tasks and activities. We're all right. They're like the same. 
Anyway, often loses things necessary for tasks and activities. Examples, school materials, pencils, books, tools, wallets, keys, paperwork, eyeglasses, mobile telephones, also known as cell phones in 2021. <laughs> mobile telephones. Mobile telephones. <laughs> is often easily distracted, is often forgetful in daily activities. So that is the inattentive. And Megan, Hampton, <laughs> she hit six. I just that hit six. she thinks she has right off the bat, which we can go through after which one she thinks she has because I'm curious. (laughs) I've been counting on my fingers as you read them off. Yeah. Okay. So then we go on to the hyperactivity and impulsivity type ADHD. So again, you have to have six or more if you're a child, five or more if you're an adolescent or adult, 17 and older. And again, has to be present six months, um, at least the past six months. Um, Okay. Oh, and then also has to be disruptive and inappropriate for persons developmental. <laughs> number one, often fidgets with or taps hands or feet or squirms in seat. Number two, often leaves seat in situations where I lost my place. When <laughs> remaining seated is expected. Number three, often runs about or climbs in situations where it is not appropriate. Adolescents or adults may be limited to feeling restless. When I read these to Madeline, that's my sister, if you don't know, she her boyfriend has ADHD and she went up. Oh, Connor still climbs on things. I feel like I know a lot of boys that that do climb on things. Climb on things. things. Even like at an older age, they can't contain themselves. That's Connor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Often unable to play or take part in leisure activities quietly. Is often on the go, acting as if driven by a motor. Often talks excessively. Often blurts out an answer before a question has been completed. She pointed at me for toxic excessive. <laughs> you shouldn't point fingers at me. That's sorry, nice. so sorry. Uh, you totally talk excessively. <laughs> often has trouble waiting their turn. Often interrupts or intrudes on others. Uh, and then it describes that as butts into conversations or games. In addition, the following conditions must be met. So this is for like both. Several inattentive or hyperactive impulsive symptoms were present before age 12 years. So that's important. My psychiatrist went back and she like talked to my mom about how I was as a child. She also asked me what I remembered as being a child, but because I was a child, she also asked my mom. Um, next one is that several symptoms are present in two or more settings, such as at home, um, school or work with friends or relatives in other activities. And then there's clear evidence that the symptoms interfere with or reduce the quality of social school or work functioning. So basically, everything any type of functioning that you need it interferes with at least one of them the symptoms are not better explained by another mental disorder such as a mood disorder anxiety disorder dissociative disorder or personality disorder the symptoms do not happen only during the course of schizophrenia or another psychotic disorder and then it just says like there's three types again you can have predominantly inattentive predominantly hyperactive um or combined Yes, that's the DSM-5 description. Okay, so Megan's going to read the symptoms that she checked off when she yes, was going through Yes, so it. going back through these, often fails to give close attention to details or makes careless mistakes in schoolwork, at work, or with other activities. This was something that was actually really problematic for me in high school. I think I've adjusted a little bit, but especially with math, I made a lot of like just careless mistakes um, that caused me a lot of problems um often has trouble holding attention on tasks or play activities i forget if i selected that one or not 
you do have trouble paying, like holding attention on, <laughs> on tasks. tasks. So, like I've been home when you're working from home, so you can check that off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When anyone else is home, when I'm working from home, yeah. If there's anything else going on, you can't like anything you else. You can't pay attention to what you're supposed to be doing. Yes, so. I cannot multitask for the life of me. Um, often does not seem to listen when spoken to directly. That one, I don't know if I if I checked off, but, but you should. I should. <laughs> I should. I speak to her directly all the time. <laughs> and then I'll be like, Megan? Megan? And she's like... My mom also says what? she can tell when I'm not paying attention, like when I'm zoning out when she speaks to mm-hmm. me. It depends how you would define directly. <laughs> Just if they're speaking Just to Just if you. they're speaking to yeah. me? Okay, then like yes. Like not speaking to a general crowd and you like zone out, that would be like the just general not... Okay, got you. No, yeah, 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 but yeah. it's like very. But if somebody's speaking to you, yes, and you're like, well, not if it's very that. important and I want to focus on it, I can. But you have to. But like, I have to know that it's very important, and yeah. I have to be told to focus. Yeah. yeah. Um, often does not follow through on instructions and fails to finish schoolwork, chores, or duties in the workplace. <laughs> um, I didn't put my finger up for that one. Um, but chores is, I definitely do not follow through on. Um, you do half cleaning all the time. Too. Yeah. I'm really good at, in the workplace at being able to get things done. Like when there's deadlines, I'm always able to meet mm-hmm. them. Um, but I had a problem. I struggled a lot in first grade failing to finish first my grade. schoolwork mm-hmm. and I had to stay in for recess like multiple days in a row. So I never oh, yeah. learned from like not finishing my schoolwork. Um, often has trouble organizing tasks and activities. I feel like I'm good at organizing. That's what I thought. And then this is the one that Mads told me she took differently, that she went, Erin, you're terrible at that. Okay, how? She thought of it more as, like, um, prioritizing. Like, kind of being, like, I have to do this okay. now, so then I have to do this. Gotcha. Whereas, like, I don't know, that's how she described it to me, and she was like, you're bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I made a list of tasks for myself today and Mm -hmm. I got them all done so I think I'm okay on in that area avoid often avoids dislikes or is reluctant to do tasks that require mental effort over a long period of time absolutely absolutely that one that's why I'm so bad at studying because I'm like this is gonna take forever yes so like especially when I was studying for the LSAT these practice tests would take me a couple hours Mm -hmm. so I it would take so much to get me to do a practice test yeah I'm excited to have an hour-long lunch break in my new job because I need to actually put my brain towards some something else for yeah. a longer period to of like time. Reset, yeah, yeah. Um, where I lost my place. <laughs> after the one after Here. organizing, often avoids. Okay, okay. Yeah, often, often loses things necessary for tasks and activities: school materials, pencils, books, tools, wallets, keys, paperwork, eyeglasses, mobile telephones. I lose my phone every single day I don't think there's a single day that goes by I don't lose my phone my keys I put a tile on so that I can always keep track of those because I've lost my keys too many times to count you can use that to find your phone too then it goes backwards yes I oftentimes find my phone (laughs) I yeah find my iPhone is my best friend on my laptop um is often easily distracted absolutely is often forgetful in daily activities this is the biggest one for me (laughs) I am very very forgetful (laughs) Just overall. Okay. And that was the last one. So Megan checked almost all of those boxes off. Apparently more than I initially more thought. Than she thought. <laughs> well, that's what happened with me. So when I went through it with my therapist initially, I, like, said no to a lot of the inattentive ones. Yeah. And then I was like, damn, I really thought I was going to, like, 
get that. And then I went through the hyperactive and I did like qualify for that one or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, but then I read them to my family after because I was like, what do you guys think? Because I don't know. Like, right. It needs to kind of be seen from an outside perspective for some of them. Like I wouldn't notice because I'm like, if I'm distracted, I don't know I'm distracted. I'm yeah. just doing something else. And my family, um, Madeline and my mom, mostly Mads though, was like, um, they said that I checked off way more than I thought. And then there were some that I thought I checked off that they weren't sure about, but it was ones that were more like internal that I was mm-hmm. like, no, like I know I checked that one off. Like you yeah. can't see that, but oh my God, I'll just say what the biggest ones were for me. So, um, I wouldn't say I make careless mistakes because I learned to compensate for making careless mistakes by like checking things a thousand times, which is how my therapist described it to me that I might um, have not like been able to fulfill the criteria for the inattentive one when I went through it with her, um, when we didn't realize there were some that I would have checked off had I been able to look at myself from an outside perspective. I feel like I'm the same way in, in that. Yeah, because um, I learned to compensate for a lot of them. <laughs> um, so she was saying that I my brain found a way to do things differently to avoid some of the problems that would happen from having ADHD that would like check off these boxes. So that one I didn't have a problem with. Holding attention, yeah, like I'm terrible with that. You'll be like talking and then I'm like, can you repeat that? <laughs> it's like Literally at me. Work, at work all the time, my boss would like tell me a story. Like it might even just be like, she's trying to tell me a fun story. And I would be so focused on trying to focus that I like couldn't remember what she said. Yeah. So then I'd like try to retell the story later to someone and I'm like I I it's can't. The remember. Details. It's the it's details, details that you can never remember. Yeah, the details. Or like if they were telling me how to do a task, I'd be like, shit. So I'd like have to write everything down. That's what makes me feel really bad about having like attention issues is when yeah. I can't remember stories that people yeah. tell me because I wanna like remember yeah. them and talk about them, but I just can't. Yeah. And sometimes I do remember I have a really good memory, though, where when I am able to focus on something, I remember, like, every detail of it, like, forever. Like, I'll remember things and be like, why do I remember that? But I wonder if it has to do with ADHD, because for some reason that story was, like, entertaining to me. Yeah. So I was, like, so into it. Right. But I don't know, because my memory about things is either terrible or amazing. There's like I feel like I have a good sense of direction when it comes to, like, my memory. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, actual direction, like, outside. I was like, I do not. I get lost all the no, time. No, I do. That is what I mean. Oh. Like, I have a good memory about, like, where we've been and, like, how to get there. <laughs> but, yeah, so those were the big things. And then often does not seem to listen when spoken to directly. Sometimes not so much wasn't a big one for me doesn't follow through on instruction and fails to finish schoolwork, chores, or duties in the workplace, um, loses focus or gets sidetracked, it says. So I don't, like, fail to follow through, like, at some point I do it, but I will get sidetracked and lose focus, where I might forget about it for, like, days at work, and I'd be like, shit, I never called this person back. Um, and then I call them, like, a couple days later than I was supposed to. Has trouble organizing tasks and activities. My sister said I have that. I'm still confused with what it means. I definitely avoid doing big things, like I said, like practice tests and stuff. Often loses things. I lose things all the time. I lose my phone like five times a day. I lose my keys. I'm, lo- I'm leaving the house and I run around and I'm like, where's this? Where's that? Where's this? Um, often easily distracted, often forgetful, 
I checked like all of those. And then hyperactivity, fidgets or tap. Um, often unable to play or take part in leisure activities quietly. I don't know what that means, but I don't like to be quiet. Like watching movies. Oh, this is one I didn't realize. My sister said, it's like when you watch a movie at home and you're not supposed to be talking. And I always talk. I'll be like, you always huh? talk during the movies? Yeah. Oh, you're one of those people? Yeah. Not in movie theaters. I'm like, oh. good in movie theaters. I feel like it's more fun to be talkative in movie theaters, though. Mm, yeah, but I think I understand, like, that I'm, I don't know, you don't want to serve the Well, if you're people. talkative in movie theaters, I'm still able to focus on both because the movie's really loud. If you oh. talk, <laughs> if you talk, <laughs> and like, a, if you, like, sit out on the couch and watch a movie and you're talking, I'll only hear you and I won't hear the movie, oh. so I'll miss parts. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens to me. I ask about one part, and then I'm like... Um, but yeah, often blurts out an answer before a question has been completed. Yes. Often has trouble waiting their turn. Yes. Often interrupts or intrudes on others, which is similar to like waiting their turn, but I guess waiting their turn can also count as like waiting in like line or something. Madeline said, Madeline was better at understanding these than me. Oh. I don't know why. Huh? I was just like, they all sounded the same to me. I was like, they're all the same, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yes, that's the DSM-5 stuff and a little bit of how we experience the criteria. So fun. Yeah, very exciting. <laughs> I feel like it's, like, why do I need to listen to everything so loudly to focus on it? Like, why? Like, that's what I'm realizing now with, like, the movies. I'm like... Probably because if that's, like, so loud, then your other senses, like, can't focus. Like, yeah. Because your other senses can't get distracted by anything else. If, like, one sense is overloaded, kind of. Yeah. That would be my only guess. I don't know that. Just just guessing, yeah. It's just a guess. This is just conversation. We don't even know if that's. But that was always the case when I was learning languages, too. If I wanted to, like, learn French, I'd turn the volume up very loudly. I have to do that with podcasts to listen to them. Yeah, I do that with podcasts, too. Yeah, otherwise, I'm like. Forgot to listen to them because it's just like distracted. quiet background noise. Exactly. So when I would be at work, I would use podcasts as quiet background noise to distract the distracted part of the distracting part of my brain. When it was quiet, because then I wouldn't really be listening to the words, but it would like distract half of my brain so I could focus in on doing the like mindless work that I had to do. Which for me, it does the opposite, and it provides multiple distractions, and I yeah. just can't. <laughs> but if I actually want to listen to what the podcast is saying, like I have to turn it up and stop doing what I'm doing to hear it. Yeah. So, and even when I'm walking, I'll get distracted by my own thoughts. On my walk home today, I started, like, thinking about something, and then I was like, did I just walk two blocks, and how did I get here? Yeah, that totally happens. And when you're driving, which is terrifying. Yeah, which is terrifying. Thankfully, I live in a city now, so I really don't drive much. (laughs) Because that would be scary sometimes. I'd be like, how did I get this close to home? Mm -hmm. I was like... I left 10 minutes ago, Yep. but I don't remember driving here. Yeah. So that's interesting. And I actually am kind of moving around in my seat now, I'm realizing. I keep yeah. like moving my legs and repositioning. Which I am not like that. Like, I can sit very still and I can't. be calm. And I don't like to sit, like, down with my feet flat. So, like, some of the things that I mentioned to my psychiatrist when I was getting diagnosed about, like, me when I was a child... Um, was that, well, my example is that my mom said I would never sit still at the dinner table. So one day my dad 
like used a belt and attached me to my chair mm-hmm. because he was like, Erin, if you don't stop like getting up from dinner and like sitting, because I like to sit on my knees and I still do that. It's Wait, like, this is so interesting to me because I do this all the time and I did not realize this was a symptom. Yeah. Like not wanting to have your feet on the floor. I don't know if it is. I think it's the fact that I move from where I'm supposed to be. I don't know. We'd have to <laughs> wait. I'm gonna Google it. Hang because on, guys. I'm gonna pause. <laughs> but it's a different way of stimulating your brain, I guess. Sitting in weird positions and sitting normally is like uncomfortable. Oh my god, how that hurt! My leg on my desk. So I was trying to sit normally. Yeah, and sitting normal. I literally never sit normally. Like I'm currently not even sitting normally. Yeah. So. But we found this funny Reddit thread of this girl that was like, "Please, guys, tell me if this is an ADHD thing. I am diagnosed with it, and I'm wondering." And her description was, examples would be sitting cross-legged like you would if you were sitting on the floor or with one leg propped up on the seat and resting your chin on it or having one leg tucked under yourself so you're basically sitting on your foot. And we were like, we do all of those. (laughs) And somebody, someone else was like, sometimes the position is with my legs gathered in front of me and leaning against the desk, which results in blood flow being cut off. And I was like, that was dangerous. I mean, my blood flow definitely gets cut off sometimes when I sit well, like I that sit in long foot, periods. My, like, foot will fall asleep sometimes. But cool that we just discovered that. <laughs> yeah, I had, like, seen it before but forgot until we just talked oh, about it now. I had never knew that. So you well, you educate me on ADHD yeah. every day? Well, because I had seen a TikTok. I don't remember if I said this before I turned the podcast off. Just, I'd seen a TikTok about, like, sitting in weird positions and ADHD. I don't think you But I had never looked into it to see, like, why people with ADHD might do that. And apparently it's, like, because it stimulates your brain in some way. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, so what were we talking about? I don't know, but there was something else today that you educated me on in terms of ADHD, and I didn't oh know God, what it was. it was. Shopping. Shopping. Okay, yes, we can. I don't know what we were talking about, but we're going to switch over to just <laughs> to shopping. random other things that ADHD <laughs> makes you do. Perfect. That are, like, can be in a challenge. Yes, a challenge. A challenge. So people with ADHD are more likely to have, like, shopping problems because you get that little boost of dopamine from, like, buying things or, like, getting a package that comes in the mail. So um, they're more likely to have shopping problems. Other just random things that people with ADHD are more likely to have are, like, eating disorders or, like, just addictions in general because of, like, you're like, oh, I get a little dopamine from it. And you're not thinking, like, in the long term, so you're, like, more easily addicted to things like that. Um, Just, like, in general, the personalities. Like, it's the thing that's commonly listed as, like, co-disorders with ADHD. It can be some type of, like, drug addiction, alcohol, um, I think any type of eating disorder, really. Yeah. Also with ADHD, the eating disorder thing can come into play because... um, because you can get dopamine from food if there's like a food that you really like and you're like chocolate gives me dopamine (laughs) chocolate maybe you binge eat chocolate Chocolate? doesn't chocolate like actually have endorphins or something in it i think it does i think chocolate does but so we'll say something that doesn't have something special (laughs) in it um that you might like binge eat it like it could be just binging or it could turn into like binging and purging smart food popcorn i used to binge until i didn't like it anymore i could eat a whole <laughs> giant bag of pirate's booty do you know like, the giant <laughs> yeah. bag i have i have come close to eating like a full one of those oh and i'm like oh, how did i do that but i have like the fastest metabolism on the planet yeah, thank god <laughs> so um at this point it has yet to 
catch up to me, but it will one day because my dad used to be like that too. Um, but yeah, so it can like turn into disordered eating because like you're binging and then you might purge or then you might like starve yourself because you're like, I shouldn't have eaten that. So that's something that um, people with ADHD have to like look out for and kind of like self-monitor or like your therapist might kind of check in on that or just in general, like your relationship with food is something that your psychiatrist would ask you about when diagnosing you. Um, mine did. Well, at least my new one did. I don't know about my original one. She asked me like what my relationship was with food because it's an important um, aspect of ADHD treatment if you have an issue with that. But so those are some things you might like forget to text your friends. Like you might forget they exist. Oh, we had this conversation the other day. Yeah, we've had this conversation a few times that we'll just like forget that people exist. So my therapist told me to like. It sounds so reminders. mean when you put it that way. <laughs> it does, but it's like that. It's not. We in forget a mean that people exist. Yeah, <laughs> it's because ADHD. My therapist says is very out of sight, out of mind. Yes. That's so you need a reminder. Things. You need a reminder to think of someone. Yes, you need a reminder. So like I was saying, how a lot of times I'll remember to like talk to my friends because I'll respond to like their Instagram stories and stuff. Yeah. And so that's how I'll keep in touch with people. And group chats um, help me a lot too. But yeah, otherwise like you can actually set reminders if that's something you have trouble with. Um, but so that's definitely an ADHD thing. So if you have ADHD and you like feel bad that you're always forgetting to check in on your friends and you don't realize that it's like a part of that, it most likely is. I don't think I could go a year without remembering to text my friends, mostly because my brain just replays memories often. Oh, yeah. So, so that I'll remember. remember. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, sometimes I'll remember about somebody. I'm like, oh, I should text them. I haven't talked to them in a while. But I'm like, I'll do it later. Mm -hmm. And then I forget that I was going to do it later because I didn't write it down somewhere. So then I that'll then go on for like another week. And then I remember again. And I'm like, I'll do it later. Yeah. So it can go on like that for like weeks at a time. I feel like I have a lot of reminders of things that like will make me think of people like I got yeah. like Dunk's Coffee I think of my roommate from college mm -hmm. I see like certain things and I just like remember certain people that's good that's a good way to do that <laughs> but it's just like random things in general that are ADHD that I would do that I like went through when I got diagnosed I would leave like cabinets open and stuff like I'd open a cabinet and then walk away and just like forget to close it I do not do that and that actually gets on my nerves well, um, if I do it here, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I just, I forget that I opened it. I think I did that with this closet, It actually. doesn't high-key get in my nerves, but it, just like... Just a little bit. It's, like, Just low-key, so it's okay. Like, I feel like I am, like, organized in that way. Yeah. In certain ways. Like, there's random things that I'm organized in. One of the things that I had was jumping from one project to the next. So I'd be like, oh, I want to do this. So I, like, started, I started, like, a TikTok account doing, like, law school TikToks. And then I was like, oh, I want to do a podcast. And I started doing that. And then I, like, fell a little behind on, like, doing the TikTok aspect part. And then just in general, like, I would jump from being like, oh, I want to, like, have lots of plants. I want to garden. To them being like, I want to play tennis. So I would always leave my plates. Like, I would eat a meal. I still do that here. I would, like, eat breakfast. And then I, like, wouldn't get rid of my plate. So at home, like, my mom would get rid of it, so I wouldn't realize that I was leaving them out because somebody else in my family would get I'd rid of it. Like, do it. But here, like, I'll eat breakfast, and then I'll leave it out. Like, I might leave it on my desk, and then I go around to get lunch, and I'm like, my breakfast plate is still here. 
and it's been like hours <laughs> because I just like don't see it and I like forgot it was a thing um but yeah I feel like those are some of the biggest ones that I had and then oh yeah oh so the forgetting people when you're not there is apparently called emotional permanence I'd written down the name of it because I googled it when I was getting diagnosed so if you were wondering it's called emotional permanence hmm. and I don't have it <laughs> so I guess it means remembering people it's like object permanence so it's the same out of sight, out of mind, but the emotional permanence is like not missing people when they're not around, and that's because I don't remember they exist. I also do that, but that could also be dissociative disorder. My sister, my little sister got mad at me when I said I don't miss her. I was like, it's not because I don't like you. I just forget you exist when you're not there, and then she got more <laughs> mad. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. And that was funny, and I was like, it's not my fault, it's the ADHD. <laughs> I was like, what do you want me to do? I can remember to call you and stuff, but I can't make myself miss you. Like, yes, let me just put myself through pain. <laughs> so my therapist actually told me today, because I told her we were going to record a podcast about ADHD. She said, you could list that as a perk of ADHD, that you, like, don't miss being, like, somewhere when you're in another place. You don't, like, have that, like, sadness. Hmm. So I, like, don't have that thing. So that's, like, kind of good. So do you, like, brain, like, do you forget separate. to, like, call your family? Like, who do you call when you, like, want to share things with? Oh, I call my family. Like, family. if I wanted to share something, I'd think of my family. Yeah. But if I don't have something to, to share, share like, then you don't. Yeah, but since I talk so much, I'm constantly sharing, so I always remember <laughs> to talk to them. Like, I'll send them, like, updates about my day. I'm like, oh, my God, I just walked past this. Oh, my gosh. Tristan complained about it the other day. Because I'll send him, like, voice memos. Because if I'm walking, yeah. I'll, like, just send a voice memo. Because I'm like, it's easier. Because I can't, like, not look where I'm walking. That's dangerous. So I'll just, like, yeah. talk into my phone. And I guess Shannon was playing a voice memo that I sent in the car when she was driving with him the other day. And it came on. And he went, ugh, I don't listen to these. Uh-huh. Like, my voice memos. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. But so, yeah, it's really interesting. So I keep telling my therapist, like, when I'm here, she's like, do you miss home? And I'm like, no, I still, like, it's just separate to me. Like, when I'm home, I'm there. And when I'm here, I'm here. And, like, I don't see them as existing in, like, the same Hmm. world. It's, like, separate. A lot of times when I'm walking, like, when I'm going for far walks, that's when I always want to call someone or talk to someone. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's that I'm missing them or if that I'm feeling lonely. (laughs) Like, they're, they're, like... I don't know. I think I just call people when I'm lonely. When I'm lonely? Because I miss them. That's so mean. No, it actually sounds mean when I think about it, but it's like... It sounds mean, but it's... It's like, it's just like what it is. Like, my brain just doesn't think that way. Yeah. But sometimes I'll be thinking of someone a lot. Like, I FaceTimed Sammy on my way home from Soul Cycle, mm-hmm. but that's because I haven't seen her in a while, and, like, I know that she went home. Yeah, and, see, really, like, I haven't seen her in a while, so I And I, I was, like, to thinking her. about her, and I wanted to talk to yeah, her, so I just but not necessarily her. I miss her. Just, like, I feel like I should... I feel like I... should talk to her. Like, I need to... Yeah. I don't know. I know. It's hard to put into words. Yeah. Because it is weird. So, yeah. <laughs> so... That's an interesting one for so sure. So we're messed up based on that we're a one. We're messed up, but not in a bad way, just in a different way. Just an emotionally disconnected way. Emotionally disconnected way. Yeah. And I could also be emotionally disconnected for different reasons. <laughs> because I told my therapist, I just don't process things. Like, I'm just, I just move on from them and I, I never process them. And she went, it's probably why you have so much pent up anxiety. And I was like... Thanks a lot, Jamie. Well, I have I pent-up anger, so if it makes you feel any better, at least we both have emotions <laughs> that are pent-up. 
that are pent up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is there anything else we want to say about ADHD? I don't know. I feel, I feel like, like we should wrap it up. <laughs> I know. I feel like we should wrap it up, too. I feel like at some point I'll do a part two on ADHD. I'll do, like, an episode about ADHD, like, and law school specifically. Because that would be, like, an interesting approach to it. Yes, definitely. But, yeah. Okay, so that's what we have for ADHD. Okay, we're going to do our two segments now. The first one is something fun that we recommend in New York City. Would you like to go first, Megan? Sure! Actually, no, you should go first. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go first. Okay, so I am recommending. Megan's going to have to say it the French way. I'm going to say it the American way. La pain. Quotitiant. <laughs> I have not taken French in a long time, so I'm probably also going to pronounce this wrong. But, but better uh, than me. La pain quotidienne. Anyway, it's a little <laughs> French cafe. People, locals, call it LPQ, apparently, because Grace kept referring to LPQ, and I, like, didn't know what she was talking about. And then my friend... Grace also talks in, um... What's, abbreviations uh, all the time. What's the word for that? Oh, I don't remember. When it's, like, just the letters. Yeah, there's a word for yeah, letters. Yeah, you guys will know what we're talking about, though. <laughs> so she'll, like, refer to Trader Joe's as TJ's. She's like, I got this at TJ's. And we're like, Trader Joe's. <laughs> because there's actually a store called TJ Maxx. So, like, TJ I Maxx. I do think of TJ Maxx. But, yeah, but TJ's is Trader Joe's. There's another abbreviation she... Oh, um, Madison Square Park. She'll refer to it as MSP, and Madison Square Garden is MSG. Oh, so, yeah, but, um, so I recommend that, specifically, the mini Dutch pancakes. Mm. So good. Megan said, mm, as if she didn't have them today. Like, <laughs> they just sounded good. I took her there today. I went today. They were actually really good. They were delicious. But, yeah, so that's my recommendation. There's lots of locations, too, by the way, so they're all over the city. And I think Megan said they're in Boston, too. Yes. And then they're also in France. They might be in other yes. cities in the U.S. If you're in a city, yeah. check it out. Yes, definitely. Because um, I think I had the pen before, like, I think I was, like, 12 years old at a hotel in Boston when I first had it. Okay. It wasn't <laughs> Distinct pain, was memory. It? that's different. It might have been a pain. Because I've had a pain in Boston before. In a hotel. Not in a hotel. Oh. Um, wait. Okay, maybe Le Pen actually isn't in Boston, and I was just thinking of a I'll look it up while Megan talks about her thing. Okay, cool. Um, fun things to do in the city. I just want to give a quick shout-out to my old work area, because I'm going to miss it. On my lunch breaks, I would walk over to Kleinfeld. I would walk over to Pratt, which I'm actually really considering getting their coffee subscription. They're doing like a... $20 a month coffee subscription, which is just like plain coffee and tea, or the $30 a month subscription, which I would probably do because I love my sugary coffee, flavored coffee. Um, so much trouble using maps. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't get it to look um, So considering doing that, but I'm not sure if it's worth it, um, let me know what you think. If anyone has any good recommendations for Pret coffee, I'll take them. Um, where? Oh, wait. Go ahead. Oh, wait, no, finish talking. No, I, I have a coffee recommendation. No, I can't think of where I was going. So you... Oh, okay, I was just going to have, I have a drink recommendation at Starbucks that I tried that was really good. It's a drink that Megan and my sister Shannon like to get, but I added something else to it. So um, it's the an iced white mocha with caramel, and then um, Shannon and Megan like to get sweet cream cold foam on it, but I got the pumpkin cream on it 
because they have it out for the fall, and that's really good. It tasted like a yummy fall drink. Oh so my gosh! Wait, like I need to try that. Yeah, and then I forget if I got like something on top, like cinnamon or something. But you don't need it. The other parts are what's important. I went to the bad Starbucks on Sixth, and I tried to order that, but they were out of the caramel drizzle. So I got no. I got apple drizzle, and Is I was it like, good? uh, no. No. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I tried the apple frap and I wasn't the biggest fan of yeah, it. Yeah, no. It wasn't that good. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I ever had, but it wasn't a good combo. Yes. Um, but that area in Flatiron is really, really nice. I'm going to miss it. Um, Soul Cycle in the area is also great. Um, the Starbucks on 6th is not great. Um, <laughs> so, not in Boston. It's in Chicago, Connecticut, Los Angeles. Miami, New York, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C. And then it's in, like, France. And it, it looks like a, pl- a couple other countries. So, Boston, if you're listening, maybe you should open one. Yes. Well, I think you need La Pen to be listening, not Boston. So, La Pen, if you're listening. <laughs> you should open one Both. They need to meet each other. Ah, yes. Boston, meet La Pen. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but now my new office is going to be in Bryant Park, so I'm sure there's other things I'll find around there. Okay, now for the how to be a better person segment. My tip for today is, it's like a suggestion, I guess. Um, so it's a way to donate money to causes while also, like, getting something fun for yourself. So if you're someone that likes to, like, do, like, a trade-off, like, you get something and something gets donated, I recommend Pura Vida. They have bracelets and like other jewelry and sometimes like hair pieces and stuff that um, donate to different causes based on like the color or like the, um, not the topic, like the theme kind of, of the jewelry or the bracelet. So like with bracelets, it might be like the colors of something. So like the mental health one is like the colors of the mental health organization. They're like green and white. But so you can go ahead on there and you can buy things and it donates money to causes and then you also get cute jewelry out of it. I'll also drop that I have a code for that so you can get a discount. It's also linked in my um, tree link, link tree? In my link tree, my tree link. It's linked in my link tree. But the code is also just ErinLindsay20. You get 20% off. And it still donates money to the charity. So if you like to get things and donate money, you can go through and see if they have your favorite charity on there. You can help animals. You can help mental health organizations, humanitarian causes. So yeah, lots of options. So look for that. My how to be a better person suggestion is to always round up or donate a dollar every time your register at the checkout asks you to. Um, mostly I just thought of this because I went to CVS tonight and I was just buying my toilet paper and asked me if I wanted to donate a dollar to homeless people. So I did. I also donated money today because I got one of those props. Megan was telling me she was going to say this before and I was like, I did that too. <laughs> I always click yes on it. Always. I feel like I'm mean if I don't. Yeah, it's hard. It's actually hard to yeah. click no, especially yeah. when it like tells you what it's going yeah. towards. But it's just a dollar or it's just rounding up like yeah. it, it'll add up. At least like once I'll say at least once a week like, yeah has money to do it every time of course but like you're gonna buy at least something once a week that's gonna end up with one of those if you have to run to the drugstore or the grocery store even the pet store apparently so just do it at least once a week it'll make you feel good it helps someone out yeah it's a good vibe yeah that's what we have for you today all right bye friends bye. have a nice day have a good night. week week
Bye. <laughs>